Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom, as always, I am with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, hardworking, magic kingdom loving <laughs> wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you. You're so sweet, honey. Thank you. And hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are actually recording this episode on Saturday, Woo! September 18th, 2021. That's because... Tomorrow, Yay. when we would normally be recording on September 19th, we will be making our triumphant return to the Disneyland Woo-hoo. Resort. So excited. I can't wait. Yes, it's been since what? Since July, July. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had to cut our trip short, yeah, unfortunately. Weird for, circumstances yeah, last time. We thought we'd be there a few times more immediately. Right. We have this, along with, yes, we did get our magic key, but we have this the three-day Southern California ticket that we were going to use up really quickly within July and early August. And, well, stuff happened. So now we're going to be using up the last two days of those within (laughs) the next eight days. (laughs) Before they expire. Before they expire. And then we're going to let the magic key kick in. Right. So, uh, but lots of fun stuff we're looking forward to checking out. Uh, We're going to Disneyland Park this week. Next Mm -hmm. week, we are going to head over to California Adventure Park. Um, see, finally get to see the update on the Jungle Cruise, right. Haunted Mansion Holiday. Mm-hmm. We have some possible dining reservations we're looking to uh, get into, and uh, yeah, possibly at, try a restaurant I've never had. That's true. A, a chance we, to we go do have to. that booked. We're still trying to work some things out to see what pop opens pops open today. I, you know, it's one of those tips I tell you about. Always check, especially the day before your trip, if you're looking for a special reservation, because a lot of cancellations right. before people actually have to pay for that reservation. So keep checking. We keep checking. Um, and also a fun thing is that this weekend is actually gay days yeah. out at the Disneyland Resort, which is always a blast. I know. The LGBTQ plus community always has so much fun out there and it's so fun to join in with them. Yeah, helping celebrate. And it's always funny because we've in the past just kind of happened on it and like, well, that's so fun. But this time we actually are are aware before we leave. So Yeah. So <laughs> It's going to be a totally enjoyable trip, and we're looking forward to it. As for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Very well done. (laughs) And while you're there... You can sign up for the newsletter. Although it's funny, I almost said the Gmail account. (laughs) Welcome to my world of getting things all meshed up in your head. It happens to me every single week. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. Just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way to do that is to follow us on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you're on Facebook, come on in and join us in our fun little Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group where we're just putting out positive Disney energy out there with a lot of you great listeners, Hyperion adventurers. Right. A fun week we had this past week. We Love did. some of the posts that people put out there. You all are awesome. Yeah. A lot of great pictures and all sorts of stuff going out there. Uh, Jonathan Cotton, who's been on our show, 
uh, is a great friend of ours. Uh, he put in there that he's applying for the Plan, Plan Disney. Disney group. I almost said mom's panel. <laughs> I'm so used to it. Same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so good luck to him and good yeah. luck to all of you who are listening to the show or, or even if you don't. Good luck to all of you who are uh, putting your hat into the right. ring and, and taking your shot at being a part of Plan Disney. We're rooting for you all. Uh, please also find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find some of our videos there. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, as Michelle mentioned earlier, please hit us up at our <laughs> Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Sorry, I was a little ahead of the game there. No, it's you're always ahead of the game. I'm always <laughs> behind the game. So somewhere we end up in the middle when that happens. So <laughs> Yin and yang here. Also, if you want to uh, find some ways to support our show, uh, you can go to our Spreadshirt shop where we have a bunch of not just shirts, all sorts of merchandise mm-hmm. with various different logos, including the hashtag Real Men Love Frozen logo, the I'm Heading to a Hyperion Adventureland logo. Which is awesome. <laughs> Great logo. And our more traditional logos as well. Also, uh, you can also join in on our Patreon group where, and we mentioned, I want to mention this every once in a while, just so you know, with our Patreon group, we will never put out any Hyperion Adventures podcast content specifically just for that group. This will always be free for everybody. But if you do want to sign in and help support the show with that group, with things starting as low as $2 per month, um, we have lots of Disney Dishes blog content that will be going out to you. Some swag, some information. Swag as well, yes. You only will get and, you know, some other fun things and occasional prizes and contests and things like that. Yep, yep. Lots of fun things to do with our patreon group yeah and we are in works of possibly bringing on some of our patrons into maybe a show with us at some Mm -hmm. point in the future we will let you know about that if you're a part of that group but um we have disney dishes blog recipes that go out there of course we have stickers all sorts of and of course the the shout out on the show so uh thanks to all those who of you who have already become patrons of this show again uh just do go to patreon.com slash hyperion adventures podcast to find us there that's right yes now let's see if michelle remembered this week and it looks by that face (laughs) She did not. It's so funny because during the week I thought about it and I, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till the end of the week in case things happen. And that was like on Wednesday and I never <laughs> thought about it again. So. That's okay. It happens. <laughs> I totally get it. The, my favorite thing from this week always kind of goes by the board. I actually <laughs> sort of I don't know forgot. why. People always think, oh my God, she can't I, remember from week to week. <laughs> I sort of forgot myself, but I came up with one just moments ago in my head. So I'm going to give Michelle a second to have one come up. My favorite thing that I have seen from this week are the statues mm-hmm. uh, from the 50 characters, the you know, whatever the Walt Disney World 50, whatever it is for this 50th anniversary, because they are showing up everywhere throughout the parks as we quickly approach October 1st. And they are spectacular looking. You all mm-hmm. are taking so many wonderful pictures of these great characters and they look great. I, I, I it's funny because some people criticize and they're like, oh, really? Statues? <laughs> Man, I think they look spectacular. They are. They're they stunning. Look wonderful. And they're my favorite thing I've seen from this week. All right. Good job, honey. Thank you. And I do want to, well, I don't know. Do I need to explain to people that like this week, my whole thought process was planning this episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Does that count as an excuse for not remembering? But I did come up with one while you were talking. And that is actually, I mean, there it's, it's one of my favorite things. uh, Although it kind of surrounded, 
you know, definitely a sad uh, topic, but my sisters uh, and I got together Zoom and started to solidify the uh, ceremony that we want to have in memory of my mother. And it was really a fun, I mean, obviously it's not a fun topic, but getting together with my sisters, even though it was over Zoom, um, and kind of reminiscing, you know, of our childhood and, and some other, you know, just fun jabs here and there. <laughs> and uh, it, it was a really enjoyable uh, experience. And, you know, it's always family is important. So yes, absolutely. It the reason we had to come together was definitely sad in, in some of the topics. But again, it was surrounding the celebration of our mom. So and we all felt that love together right and that is coming up here uh soon it's, mm-hmm. it's been a little more difficult to put together because uh, you're all scattered across the country right in different locations and friends family uh, your mother lived in a couple different portions of the right. country as well and so trying to figure this whole thing out and then there's this pandemic going I on know. So yeah that, do you have you it know, live do you do it virtual right I know. Yeah. so but it sounds like you've pretty much got most of the details mm-hmm. ready to go and uh that will be happening fairly soon that's yeah. great so yeah. that was a great thing that happened. that was a great thing that happened so as for this week's show we have lots of stuff for you this week uh, one we're getting back to what is uh the countdown to walt disney world's 50th <laughs> birthday part 6b <laughs> because michelle had so much content from last week we decided to split it into two parts <laughs> so we'll get to that in a moment but we also have lots of other stuff for you including if you're looking to add a little extra magic to your walt disney world nighttime spectacular viewing we have some really good news for you also, if you're planning on a holiday time trip to the most magical place on Earth, we have Earth, we have trip for <laughs> terrific news for you. There Yay, it is. Bravo. <laughs> we have you terrific. Don't get it. <laughs> it's all good. It was bound to happen sooner or later, and it'll bound to happen again sooner and later. So uh, anyway, if you are planning on having a holiday time trip to the most magical place on earth, we have terrific news that you might want to hear about the return of a guest favorite show. Mm -hmm. Mm, What could that be? And there's a change coming as to how you access one of the most popular Disney Hollywood Studios attractions. We will go over that with you really, really quickly and let you know what we think about that. But enough of this (laughs) tomfoolery literally here. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to our main topic of the week. world of Disney. All right. So 
This is, as she said, part B. And as we mentioned uh, last week's show, the actual celebration to open Walt Disney World officially took place later in the month of October. Yes, October 1st was the official opening day to the public. But the big grand opening celebration was actually celebrated on October 25th. I mean, there were some other parties around that time, too, and some other celebrations. But that's the one that, you know, um, had the, the biggest umph to it. So if you're booked for October 25th and you thought, oh, I wish I could have been there on the 1st, you have a different reason to celebrate. Exactly. Out of the Walt Disney World Resort at the Magic Kingdom Park. A real 50th anniversary celebration there, too. So, um, but anyways, that's the day that Royal Disney gave his opening presentation. And um, there's a book out called Designing Disney, and it was by author um, John Hench. And he was a senior VP of Walt Disney Imagineering. And he was there and he recalls the situation. And and in his book, he wrote, Roy Disney stood facing the microphone, ready to deliver the dedication speech at the opening ceremony. He suddenly turned and looked around and I heard him say quietly, quote, somebody go find Mickey for me. We don't have Walt anymore. And Mickey is the nearest thing to Walt that we have left. Mickey then appeared and Roy promptly began his speech with Mickey standing proudly at his side. So let's listen to that official Walt Disney World dedication by Roy O. Disney. Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and the life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication, and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. May Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Dedicated this 25th day of October, 1971. Okay. The other thing that really happened uh, on that day was a very historical parade. And, you know, doing the research about this and even seeing film footage about it is like mind-blowing, wish I was there kind of thing. But so it started off that the parade was led by none other than, of course, Mickey Mouse. Uh, He had the world's largest bass drum at the time. And um, it started with... Uh, the Mickey Mouse Club theme song, obviously, as it started. Um, That's because he's the leader of the club that's made for you and me. That's right. That's right. So, um, I mean, it brought in, there was like over 4,000 individuals uh, at this parade, and it included, you know, characters from um, all the Disney animated films at that time. Uh, obviously the marching toy soldiers were involved and um, you can't have a great Disney parade without waltzing alligators and hippos from Fantasia right am I right absolutely definitely (laughs) so I mean obviously some fan favorites there Um, but the real pinnacle of the parade was uh, a performance by a very unique ceremonial marching band and it was directed by the music man composer Meredith Wilson um, and they paraded down Main Street USA. Trumpeters of the United States Army Band now salute the grand entry of the Walt Disney World 1076 piece ceremonial marching band under the direction of music man Meredith Wilson. (laughs) 
Now, again, this is one, if you see the footage, and I would recommend you, you really look for it, um, it's pure Hollywood splendor. It's fabulous. Um, so it starts with these heralding trumpeteers from the United States Army Band. They're lining the tops of the building and the tops of the um, train station. And, you know, they're, they're heralding in this special portion of the marching or, or the marching band that's going to come in. Um, so as they finish, a 1,076 member marching band oh, um, start to come in. So what they do is they're coming in from like the entrances. So like uh, from the underpass of the, the train, station. train station. Right. So they're, they're split in two, coming through, playing that classic 76 trombone song. Um, and what they do is on each side, if you can imagine, coming through that, that tunnel, there's, they're like four abreast. And they, they walk through, they go around that hub where the flagpole are, and then they come together synchronized at the start of Main Street, USA. So now they're eight across. So, I mean, it, it is like sidewalk to sidewalk, mm -hmm. marching row after row and these were tight rows i mean this a thousand and seventy six band members of course um so they're going down and by the time the first row gets to the castle main street is just jam-packed row after row of this marching band i mean it is really the word i could think of is majestic looking yeah. at it you know if you can find pictures or video of it it's, right it's incredible to see the the band just entire all of Main Street USA right. from the train station to Cinderella Castle completely filled with this marching band right you know going down Main Street USA it's pretty incredible it is pretty things. incredible yes. and you know it's impressive to see they they really they really were pretty synchronized the rows were you know perfection no but pretty darn close to it so especially considering that these are many bands kind of put together into right. one large band so that i mean i'm sure they did some practicing but at the same time it's not like they perform together right. all the time exactly so yeah exactly good point so you know kind of looking back and remembering the past um actually dave phillips was among that very special band in 1971 um and nearly 50 years later he returned to the Magic Kingdom with his five-year-old grandson, Gideon. And he says he remembers that remarkable day with fondness. Um, and it was really heartwarming to hear how he got to share a visit to the park and watch the current Main Street Philharmonic Band come march down um, with his grandson. And in fact, Disney Parks blog actually featured that unique moment uh, earlier in the year in one of their, their blog posts. So... Um, but what was really cute, interesting side note there is that Dave had actually missed the in-person uh, grand opening parade audition, but he sent in a cassette tape to show his, his talent, and they actually selected him to join the band. Mm, so uh, fate worked out for him. Yeah, that's for awesome. Sure. So this grand celebration that took place on October 25th uh, was actually televised just four days later on a very special, uh, wonderful world of Disney. Um, you know, and as we mentioned in the last show, the real main reason for that is, you know, they obviously learned from having a live telecast of Disneyland opening that they wanted to make sure the kinks were worked out and that it did appropriately represent 
you know, what this park had was going to be for everybody. So this television show is kind of funny. Uh, again, looking back at some of the, f- the footage of this, uh, it did include uh, some top performers of the times. Uh, they, they, you know, would be strategically placed in different parts of the resorts. They showed, um, you know, some of the festivities taking place, including the uh, dedication ceremony of the contemporary resort that was hosted by Bob Hope. Um, you know, but some other, a lot of like singing and dancing, um, kind of like a variety show is what I would, even though it was supposed to be like a grand celebration, it, it, it just seems more like a variety yeah, show. Lots of big names at the time made yeah. little cameos. Right, and, yeah. right. Uh, one of the main, I guess she was pretty much, I would consider the host of it was Julie Andrews. And Who? I know, right? What's she done? Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, but anyways, it, it really was spectacular at the beginning, even having her sing When You Wish Upon a Star. And she does do some other dancing and singing throughout the, the, the whole show. But, um, you know, it, it, it is good that show did really celebrate that very special parade. And um, the Disney Channel when it was, you know, first like a paid channel on cable, had a show called Vault Disney. And it actually replayed the television special on that. And so if you are interested in seeing that television special, um, you can find it if on uh, from the Vault Disney episode on YouTube. Um, so that's out there if you're interested in looking at it. So, uh, and I do have a couple other little fun facts. Ooh, I love fun facts. <laughs> related to... Michelle's fun facts. <laughs> Always the best fun facts. The most fun. The funner fun facts. <laughs> but before I get on, do you have any uh, anything that... I know you've seen some things about the grand opening. You've read things. You know, what are some of your feelings? Well, I want to go back to the thing you let off with, which and some of you may already know this, but when you see the pictures of the, the dedication with mm-hmm. Roy there dedicating it and you see kind of Mickey at his side mm-hmm. and you know you think okay of course you know of course Mickey Mouse is going to be there in right. the Magic Kingdom when they open that up that was not the plan and as you mentioned mm-hmm. that, that was they had no I- idea that that Mickey would be there beside right. Roy uh to begin with and that's why you see Mickey and he's just kind of his head's you just kind of saw him you know his kind of guy's hands folded and right. his head's kind of because Roy wanted that to be basically the presence of Walt. Mm -hmm. Not that there isn't present. The the presence of Walt is all through any of the Disney parks. Right. um, That was kind of, you know, I need my brother by my side because this is all about him. That's why we renamed it Walt Disney Disney World World. as opposed Mm -hmm. to just calling it Disney World, which was what was uh, Walt's original idea for it. And so having Mickey there, you know, in his, you know, in his stead, um, was such an impactful thing mm-hmm. and simple thing. But, you know, again, it was another interesting thing about Roy. It's like, I need my brother here. This is all about his dream. Right. And we are getting this done today. And so this is the closest thing to it is Mickey Mouse. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's just really such a touching story, you know, and, and interestingly in the television special, you don't see Roy's dedication. Mm. 
So that you can find also on YouTube in a lot of places, but it wasn't part of the TV special, you know, which again, just reinforces that, that Roy was not trying to take the limelight away of what this park was all no, about. He wanted no part of the limelight. <laughs> yeah, part of the reason, like, I need my brother by my side. It's like, I need somebody to support me. Right, and, and right. So. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things I could share with you, but I think we're going to save them for a Roy O. Sure. Disney episode, but, it, you know, a lot of great, great um, love of Walt for sure for sure no question loved his little brother all right yeah so all right fun fun, fun facts. facts okay the, the so funner, one <laughs> Michelle funner facts <laughs> just a few here uh but one fun fact is that the 2021 calendar that we're in actually mimics the 1971 calendar ah. day for day so I mean obviously not some holiday things that you know like Easter and things like that, but just the the days of the week, etc. So, pumpkin spice day doesn't match up. To pumpkin spice <laughs> I don't know, day maybe, and- maybe. Um, the Magic Kingdom Firehouse is called Engine Company Seventy One mm. for the opening in nineteen seventy one, and the golf courses started in nineteen seventy one with their Walt Disney World open. I don't know if you could possibly guess at wh- who was the first winner. The first winner. Yeah. In the, at a golf tournament there? Yeah, yeah. Um, Arnold Palmer. Very, no, but I could see where you'd put that. It was Jack Nicholas. Okay, that would have been my second choice. Really? Yeah, okay, yeah. and he actually won uh, for years 1971 to 1973. Wow. So. I heard he was kind of good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard of him. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so in ending this episode of the last episode of our countdown to the 50th anniversary, I also, like last time, want to include some special quotes. And unlike last week, I'm not going to try to say the quotes because as we see, I get very emotional and I want you to be able to really experience it. So um, I think Bob Hope, who also gave some uh, like closing remarks in that TV special, had some beautiful comments about what is Walt Disney World. You know, this fantastic scene is a tribute to the vision, imagination, and genius of Walt Disney. Walt Disney World is the culmination of a lifetime devoted to bringing joy and excitement and laughter to children and adults in America and throughout the world. You gotta see this place. It's Dream City. New York, Paris, London, that's where the action is, but this is where the fun is. This is the place to relive your youth. You just walk in and you get 30 years off for good behavior. There's a spirit here, everywhere. It's in the air, everywhere you look. All this is Walt. This is what Walt wanted for all of us. An escape from our aspirin existence into a land of sparkle and lights and rainbows. Walt Disney loved the American way of life. He loved it so much that he recreated many of this nation's most joyful periods. Frontierland, Main Street, USA, way down yonder in New Orleans talking presidents that you can hear and enjoy here in Disney World today. Walt Disney loved America because his dream came true right here in America. He brought to us the delightful images of a kind of kaleidoscope of sound, motion, color, music, and beauty, and he tied it all up into one broad, beautiful, bountiful package called love. Maybe that's what we ought to rename this place, from Disney with love. The entire world owes Walt Disney a great debt. He achieved much. But perhaps his greatest accomplishment is that he made children of us all. Anyways, that is my look back uh, at the grand opening celebration of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Really great job. Such an interesting, fun celebration of uh, the opening of 
the Magic Kingdom opening of Walt Disney World and, you know, all this that's come since in right. 50 years, all the resorts, all the different other parks. Um, uh, you know, October 1st is also Epcot's birthday right, as well. Right. Let's not forget that. And there's a few other things Right, as, there's as other well. October 1st different, grand openings. Yeah, different mm-hmm. resorts um, as well. But uh, uh, just a, an amazing time. And Michelle, you did such a fantastic job over these mm. <laughs> Six plus episodes, <laughs> six plus part series, uh, breaking down, you know, everything that, not everything, but many things that happened in the history of the Walt Disney World Resort as we get set to celebrate this big anniversary yes. uh, party that's coming up on October 1st. Fortunately, we were planning on attending, but we won't be making now, but we'll be partying along with you no matter where you are, right. whether you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, whether you're at the Disneyland Resort, Disneyland Paris, or whether you're in your own home and just celebrating the the anniversary of Walt Disney World. Um, it's just really, really cool. And Michelle, great yeah. job. Well, uh, thank great you. Great job. Thank you. Looking forward to toasting Walt for coming up with an amazing concept and Roy for making sure it happened for us. For sure. For sure. So that is the final, <laughs> the bonus episode of the final episode of our countdown to Walt Disney World's 50th birthday. This was the Walt Disney, or excuse me, the wonderful world of Disney continued portion. <laughs> um, but we'd love to know how you're celebrating. Let us know. Yeah. And, and we still have another week before the actual celebration happens. Right. Let us know how you're doing it. And we will share that on an upcoming show. Yes, definitely. So again, Michelle, great, great job. <laughs> the wonderful world of Disney. So much fun. So excited for Walt Disney World's 50th birthday. Um, We will take part of the celebration, even if it's not going to be there on, we're not going to be there at least on the day of the actual anniversary. Um, We will be visiting many, many times over the next year while that celebration is continuing on. And we hope that you get the chance to uh, celebrate there as well. Yeah. And we'll get to wait for all the kinks to be worked out. (laughs) That's it. It's the key. Maybe some of the crowds <laughs> to back down a little right. bit. Hopefully we'll see how it goes, but uh, so much fun. And speaking of that, um, today's Disney stories of the week is all Walt Disney world focused. <laughs> I was looking for other stories, Disney cruise line, mm-hmm. Disneyland, since we're going to it, this we visit revisiting right. this week, but it seemed like all, the biggest news was all wrapped around Walt Disney world this yeah. week. So that's where we're going with the Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start with, if you're looking to add a little extra magic to your Walt Disney world, nighttime spectacular viewing, we have some very good Yay. news for you. Yes. This from the Disney Parks blog. They say, Disney Enchantment, a brand new dazzling nighttime fireworks spectacular, debuts on October 1st at Magic Kingdom Park. So exciting. Uh, To enrich your experience of this immersive show, there's a full menu of dessert party options. You heard it. The dessert party is back. Uh, That include viewing locations from the heart of the park all the way to Seven Seas Lagoon. And so you can discover all of those experiences and more within the Enchanting Extras collection. So uh, the first way is you can check this one out if you maybe don't have a ticket to Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. Park or, you know, don't have a park hopper or you just feel like I want to take a day away from the parks. Right. This is a way you can still check out the, the fireworks show in an extravagant, fun way. <laughs> and this is called the Celebration at the Top 
50th flavors and fireworks at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Yeah. And so this is what they call a sophisticated evening awaits at this event where guests are welcome to the private Sonoma and Napa rooms at California Grill to sample a selection of specialty drinks, sushi, and small plates that play homage to uh, the original menu from the resort's opening in 1971. That sounds fun, right? Yeah, Yeah. totally. After an elevated cocktail hour, step outside to the observation deck on the 15th floor for a unique viewpoint of Disney's enchantment, complete with the synchronized music. The event continues back inside after the show with Petty Four's cordials and coffee mm-hmm. sounds like yeah. a wonderful wonderful Definitely. night and that uh, view from up there on top of the california grill on top of the contemporary special. is is oh, really man. amazing yeah. yeah so this one will cost you 129 per guest three and above just so you know it's not cheap <laughs> but that sounds like a pretty good yeah it's sushi right small plates cocktails viewing great viewing location right. and then petty fours and cordials and coffee afterwards sounds great uh for this this will start on actually october 2nd and reservations are available now for it so if you have a trip planned for after october 2nd you may want to and you think this is sounds cool mm-hmm. uh, you may want to check into that now if you are able to visit magic kingdom park for disney enchantment then there are three new dessert party options for you and all of these begin on october 3rd with reservations again available right now you might want to jump on that because i already saw that they're starting to sell sure. pretty quickly so The first is the Disney Enchantment pre-party. They say, sweeten your evening at Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant at Magic Kingdom Park with 50th anniversary themed dessert uh, themed desserts prepared by their pastry chef, a variety of cheeses and beverages with selections of beer and wine included. Then before the show begins, cast members will escort you to a reserved standing viewing location in one of the Plaza Gardens with prime viewing of Disney Enchantment. So, if you knew the dessert parties from before, mm-hmm. this is almost yeah. exactly the thing, just a little more theme to the 50th anniversary. Right, right. Love it. Yeah. With, uh, I love that they have cheeses and everything, so they sure. have a little savory yes. along with the sweet right. options as well. Uh, this will cost $99 per adult, 10 or older, and $59 for children between the ages of three and nine if you want to do this one. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Yeah. Now, if you don't feel like standing... When you're out there. (laughs) Well, there's also the Disney Enchantment Treats and Seats Party. (laughs) For this one, you get the similar treats and beverages as the pre-party, but this will allow you to check out the fireworks views from the comfort of dedicated reserved seating at Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant. So you you can have a nice seat and sit there and watch the wonderful show as it uh, happens there. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, this one's a little more expensive. It's $114 per guest adult for uh, adults, uh, 10 or older, and $69 for children between the ages of three and nine. Now, if you feel, I want to see the fireworks, but I want to push off my dessert and everything <laughs> till afterwards to celebrate afterwards, well, there's good news for you as well because there's also the Disney Enchantment After Party. Mm-hmm. With this one, like the Disney Enchantment pre-party, you get reserved standing viewing at the uh, Plaza Gardens Mm -hmm. for Disney Enchantment. Then after the show, you will have the chance to enjoy those same delicacies that the pre-party and the the sitting party have at the Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant. This also, like the pre-party, is $99 per adult, 10 or older, and $59 for children between the ages of three and nine. Yeah. 
all great parties. I know that we will probably take advantage of one of those because sure. we love the dessert parties. Mm-hmm. And we also like, since Michelle is a little vertically challenged, <laughs> having a little bit better spot to be able to get her right. to see everything um, is uh, is usually a good way to go for us. Right, yeah. And it's fun seeing the the dessert parties are returning. We've enjoyed them. Like you said, it helps with the viewing and it's just a fun night. Fun evening, fun way to cap off your evening at right. the park. But this isn't the only option Say for you what? to check out Disney Enchantment from outside of the Magic Kingdom. And this is actually already going on. You can book this now for Happily Ever After for the last week or bit or so. But right now, they also have the what's called the Fairy Tale Fireworks, a sparkling dessert cruise. Now, they say with this one that you set sail from the transportation and ticket center on one of the iconic ferry boats for a magical evening on the Seven Seas Lagoon. Once on board, taste a variety of bite-sized signature sweets, including build your own moose. Wow, (laughs) that sounds really cool. Key lime tarts, cupcakes, and specialty beverages with and without alcohol. Kids can even participate in an ultraviolet scavenger hunt. What is that? <laughs> Why is that only for kids? I, I know, think I right? might want to check that out. <laughs> uh, during the cruise, guests can observe the Magic Kingdom Park fireworks accompanied by stunning water views. And like I said, this is available now. Uh, and you can also reserve it now. You can mm-hmm. sail on it now. You can reserve it right now. Uh, like the other parties, it's $99 per guest for adults 10 and older, $59 for children between the ages of three and nine. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds like all great options. Yeah. You know, just for more more fun. Yeah. And they showed some pictures of it. They have little tables on the, the ferry boats. Mm-hmm. You know the ferry boats. If you don't right. take the monorail from the ticket and transportation right. to Magic Kingdom, you can take those ferry boats. And so they're fairly large. Um, and it looks like a cool way to check them out so that's exciting stuff now disney enchantment isn't the only nighttime spectacular getting ready to debut however mm-hmm. harmonious one of the largest nighttime spectaculars ever created for disney parks this is from the disney parks blog right. again so just know this is going to read like a brochure a little bit <laughs> uh they say it will soon light the world showcase lagoon at epcot beginning on october 1st with choreographed moving fountains lights pyrotechnics and lasers in a 360-degree view, <laughs> Harmonious shows how Disney music and stories had the power to bring people from all around the world together to unlock the magic of possibility. And if you're looking for dinner with the show, well, there are some viewing package options available for so you. Great. A couple <laughs> of them, yeah. Uh, both at World Showcase uh, for restaurants. Here are what here is what they are. There's the Rose and Crown fireworks mm-hmm. dining package where you can, they say, dine under the stars on the patio at the Rose and Crown dining room, which serves classic British fare. While you sit back and enjoy the wonder of Harmonious, this package features a Pricks Fix menu, including one appetizer, entree, dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. Uh, this will cost you $89 per person for guests 10 and up and $39 per child ages three through nine. And those prices do include tax and gratuity. Wow. So that's nice that that's mm-hmm. already into the package. Now, if you want something a little bit different from the British fair, looking mm-hmm. for something maybe a little more exotic, <laughs> you can go to Spice Road Table Dining Package. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this one, they say, dine in the covered outdoor dining area reminiscent of the cafes from the Moroccan seaside with stunning view of Harmonious. Spice Road Table offers a variety of Mediterranean small plates, including grilled lamb kefta, house-made hummus fries, and spiced chicken. The Spice Road Table dining package includes two small plates, a dessert platter, and unlimited beverages. It's a little less expensive, $72 per person for guests ages 10 and up, and $31 per child ages 3 through 9. And again, this is also includes tax mm-hmm. and gratuity. Thanks. So uh, both will be available beginning on when Harmonious debuts, October 1st, and reservations are opening this week on September 23rd. So if you're going on October 1st, <laughs> you probably want to try and yeah. get on there quickly to get that. But either way, uh, it's available for you, and both of those sound like uh, excellent choices for yeah. viewing Harmonious. Exactly. I mean, it's fun. That you, you can still enjoy it without, obviously, a dinner package, but, you know, why not splurge sometimes yes um i i you know again value is what it is to you what is what is important to you you know some people will say i will never pay for a dessert party package i will never pay for one of these dining packages because i can get a great view wherever i am i i'm fine i don't need Mm -hmm. all this you know, maybe you have some little ones that, you know, will have a little tough time seeing it. Maybe you are a little one like Michelle <laughs> who may have a tough time seeing it. Maybe you just want a little extra comfort, extra luxury, whatever works for you. Or you might great. be having your own celebration, yes. you know, not something to do every time, but just one time you or so you really want to uh, make it special. Yeah. Value is to you, whatever you, th- you make it to be. Right. And I think that um, these are several ways that we will probably take advantage of a few of these as right. a matter of fact when we get back to the Walt Disney World Resort so I'm just glad that they're back and they're right. just, boy we would have loved to have a dessert package for when we saw Happily Ever After I know. Boy. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's great news for sure yeah so, yeah anyway. totally moving on if you're planning on a holiday time trip to the most magical place on earth well we have terrific news for you uh, that's because there is a return coming of a guest favorite holiday time show again from the Disney Parks blog they said earlier this year we gave you a sneak peek of some of the magical experiences coming your way for a spectacular season of holiday joy during the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort that wasn't everything we have in store for you though and today they say we are thrilled to tell you that the candlelight processional (laughs) will be back this year from November 26th through December 30th as part of the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health. I know, so great. If you've never done the Candlelight Processional, um, religious, not religious, it will just make your holiday time. Um, Christian, Jewish, whatever your religion, if if you're an atheist, if you're agnostic, whatever, it is just filled with joy and fun and wonder and highly recommend right it's just it's a fun atmosphere they always have amazing hosts our guest uh narrators it's just all great atmosphere to be around right uh it's just it's so much fun Mm -hmm. um they go on to say the candlelight processional is a long-standing disney parks tradition dating back to 1958 at the disneyland park Mm -hmm. yes it was at disneyland first while disney world guests have enjoyed the annual candlelight processional since 
the opening in 71, initially at Magic Kingdom Park and then since 1994 at Epcot. After being greatly missed during last year's holiday season, this magnificent production will once again grace the American Gardens Theater with a live orchestra, cast choir, and celebrity narrator retelling the traditional Christmas story in a spectacular and heartwarming fashion. Now, they say that since all these performers, including cast members, musicians, singers, and narrators, will be required to be fully vaccinated this year we are not planning on host choirs from different community groups and schools instead to maintain the grandeur of the performance they say we are expanding our cast member choir to fill the stage with voices they say we're optimistic that the guest choirs will be able to rejoin them next year for this special holiday opportunity so yeah normally it's a lot of local choirs that come in and, mm-hmm. and fill that but because of what's going on right now they want to get it into a little bit more control sure. especially since people are going to be you know mask off right out there singing in right. tight you know, quarters right. close sure. together uh, so they wanted to be sure that everybody there would be uh, vaccinated. Now, no official word yet on the narrator schedule, but there uh, will be dining packages available again, which if you do this, you're going to eat dinner anyway. You're right. going to have lunch or breakfast. Um, take advantage of that because it's just, it gets you the better seat. You don't have to wait there all, all right. the day to yes. try and get in there in a standby queue. Highly recommend you doing the dining packages and we'll let you know when we find out more of the details. Right. Yeah. The dining packages, it is, it is great that they expanded, you know, over the years to include lunch and breakfast and, you know, some locations that are not necessarily in the park as well. So. Yeah. So, um, you know, keep cool. an eye on the Disney Parks blog. We'll let you know, you know, check out the on the Walt Disney World page, the Candlelight Processional. Uh, they'll keep you updated on what those packages may entail, who the narrators are. So you can kind of know, depending on when your trip is or if you want to plan a trip around, there are certain narrators that people will plan their sure. visit around because they're... I mean, I'm not going to say they're all great, right? but there are some that are a little better than others. Let's face it, (laughs) that we want to see them a little more than others. So, but they're all great. No matter who you get, you're going to have a good time for sure. Right. Definitely. Yes. Uh, Moving on. We have one more Walt Disney World story. It's a quick one for you. There's a change coming as to how you access one of the most popular Disney Hollywood Studios attractions. (laughs) Again, this from the Disney Parks blog. They said, we know our guests love choice and flexibility when planning their time in a theme park, which is why starting on September 23rd this week, we will pause the use of virtual queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and guests at Disney's Hollywood Studios may experience this incredible attraction using a traditionally standby queue for the first time since it opened in 2019. So you still will be using the virtual queue up until September 23rd. Mm-hmm. But on September 23rd, it is rope drop city, baby, <laughs> right? if you want to get, if you want to be sure to get there. Yeah, you know, I kind of understand it. I mean, there's a lot of people, and especially with the 50th anniversary too, I'm sure they're bringing in a lot of first-time people to the parks that may not have researched to know how to use virtual queues and, and, you know, downloaded the app ahead of time and, and, you know, really feel like they missed an opportunity. So, you know, and it'll be interesting to see how it all works without having the virtual queue. I'm I'm anxious to see it. I think this is an interesting test that they're running right now. I think it's one that, yes, they're saying, you know, we want to make it easier for you. You can just line up as you would for any other, um, most every other attraction are a couple of other virtual queues. Ratatouille will be a virtual queue uh, when that opens Mm -hmm. up and that debuts on October 1st. Um, But I also want to think, I think they want to see like what happens here. You know, when we do this, do we have a queue 
queue that is seven hours long standby right. line? Or do we have, you know, something like Flight of Passage where, right. you know, we, it can be long, an hour and a half, two hours right. or whatever, sometimes longer than that. But is it more of a traditional queuing? Yeah, if sure. people are willing, really want to ride this thing, they are willing to wait in that standby right, right. for that long. So it'll be an interesting experiment right. that they're doing. Now, they are saying that this is doesn't necessarily mean that they will not go back to the virtual queue for a rise of the res- resistance at some other point. And this does not mean that they're completely getting out of the virtual queue game, as I mentioned. Right. Uh, still going to be virtual queue for Ratatouille. As far as we know right now, there are some other attractions that I think will be coming within the next couple of years that may also be virtual queues, at least to begin with. Still over here at Disneyland on our coast, uh, those Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. is still a virtual queue for Disneyland as of when we're recording this today. Still a virtual queue for right. Web Slingers as well. So just know that going out there. Uh, they said, you know, just check on it um, as the, on your My Disney Experience mm-hmm. app uh, for the latest on how they're they're doing this with all their virtual queues and check back with them. Right, right. So, so, so that's it for the... Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle <laughs> because she's awesome, wonderful, Please. fantastic, That's spectacular, you. all things great <laughs> in the world. She has the best lists. She, as you heard today, does the best research, yeah. but she definitely <laughs> has the very best oh, tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh my gosh. What a buildup. What a buildup. No, you're so sweet. Um, Before I give my tip, I wanted to interject here a very off topic quote. Uh, I really couldn't think of any other place to put it in this episode. Um, But it's it's specifically directed uh, to, and finger quotes, help one of our listeners. um, You know, it's somebody that, um, you know, to keep his... And I can't say this word, anonymity, to keep them anonymous. Anonymity. Thank you. <laughs> I, I said it before the episode, but I can't do it now. <laughs> it's okay. I can't say regular words, <laughs> as you heard throughout the show. <laughs> okay, so we won't use this real... I can't even say the name of our show. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You did mess up. <laughs> um, we're just going to call him Tat. <laughs> and Tat. Tat, yeah. I don't want to give away oh. his real name. Um, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> no, right? Mystery. Mystery person. You know, but it's really in response to a comment he made um, in in one of his recent podcasts. He he, he does a podcast with, with uh, a friend. Um, Smarls. <laughs> no, I think we can give his name because... <laughs> Charles <laughs> from Conversations, which by the way, that's they have an amazing Star Wars podcast that if you're not listening to it yet, you really should. Yes. It, uh, it, those guys great. are hilarious. They are hilarious yeah. and they've they have really great, interesting topics. Um you may remember they've been on our podcast, we've been on theirs, uh, and we do have a very special joint episode coming up with them as well as some co-hosts of the Hoopty Duo Review podcast. Yes. Uh, Kim and Rob. Rob uh-huh. Kim, yes, yes. We're looking forward to that. But anyways, Tat, <laughs> you did give very compelling points in your prequel versus sequel episode, um, but just to keep the record straight on one matter... Here is a quote by George Lucas. Star Trek softened up the entertainment arena so that Star Wars could come along and, and I'm quoting, stand on its shoulders, end quote. 
Anyways. Pat knows all about standing on shoulders. It's Tat. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh. I don't know any Pats. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe I'm confusing people. You are. Yeah. Anyways, now to my tip. <laughs> This all goes back to a little dig that way. If you go back, if you want to go and find the conversations last episode, uh, this is uh, there was a little dig at Michelle from Tat. <laughs> he he just needs to learn the truth, but we'll give him time. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Love my, you, Tat. Love you, Tat. <laughs> and Charles. Charles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's how you put the emphasis, yes. right, on the words. Okay. Put it on the wrong syllable. But yes. Oh, man, we're really digressing. We <laughs> definitely need food or we something. We have any listeners left at this point. They're <laughs> no, telling, yeah. okay, Ooh. tuned out. It's a good thing your tip is coming because that's what they really stick around for. So. <laughs> well, I actually have like two things. One's really, I don't know if you call it a tip. It's its kind of an FYI. So um, if you're planning to attend the... Disneyland uh, dessert party during the Oogie Boogie Bash at Sonoma Terrace. We want you to know it is mentioned on the Disneyland website, but you, it's not something that, that may shout out to you, but they do have shared seating for this event. So that means if you're a party of one or two, you could be placed at a table with another group. And we're not here to give opinions. We just want you to be informed of that. You know, um, talking to some people, they, they may not want to share a table with another family that they don't know. Um, we just don't want you to be caught off guard in that situation. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's not, it's not cheap. Right. Uh, you're spending good money on this thing. So if it's something that, you know, during the pandemic might make you uncomfortable or right. at any time, maybe you're just not someone who likes to sit so, with other right. people. Um if it makes you uncomfortable, know that going in before you decide to spend all this money right. on that, this thing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so my official tip, I guess, would be it's a little one. But if you are entering Epcot through the International Gateway entrance, um, but and you need uh, ECV, you'll be happy to know that you can rent them just inside that entrance. Uh, they're around the uh, World Traveler shop there. So you don't have to like try to get all the way to the front main entrance of Epcot. They also have that available to you at the International Gateway entrance. That's important to know. Also, if you're going to the Disneyland Resort and they still don't have the parking trams running yet from mm -hmm. the Mickey and Friends and the Pixar Palace parking lot there, uh, but what they do have is if you are someone who needs to rent a stroller or a scooter or a wheelchair, mm -hmm. uh, that is all right there in that parking garage. You can get them right before you go through security, as a right. matter of fact. Yeah, and they have cash register there, everything ready for yeah. you. So you can go ahead if you are in need of one of those. Um, they're right there for right. you. At least last, last we were there. I'm assuming it's still the, yeah. the case. Yeah. So. Good to know. Michelle's yeah. tip, always the very thank best you, tip. And Michelle's you. digs, always <laughs> the worst digs. I'm just trying to help Tat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates I it. I want him to see the light. Very much. Very much. <laughs> so uh, my tip for this week, I'm going to tell you another thing about getting to destinations and specifically getting from if you are going on a Disney cruise or have a Disney cruise planned mm -hmm. soon at Port Canaveral. I wanted to just kind of remind you of a few transportation options you have of getting from either the Orlando International Airport to Port Canaveral or back, mm -hmm. or your Walt Disney World Resort stay right. or back, or it could be actually any place that you're you're coming from, any hotel in Orlando, whatever. Um, 
there are several options for you. I mean, there's obviously the easy one, which is just booking transportation through Disney, right. which they will take you. They will pick you up right there at the airport. You get on one of the buses. They'll take your luggage for you. They'll, that, that will go end up right mm -hmm. up in your room. Um, and you, that's, an, that's an easy way to do it. It's no fuss, no muss, but it's not cheap. Right. It's $39 per guest per way. Right. So that, that will start to add up quickly if you decide you want to do it. Uh, same thing if you're doing this from the Walt Disney World Resort. You can do it from there as well. Just know that a lot of times with those, they take multiple stops at multiple resorts. Oftentimes, you are some of the last people to get <laughs> to the Port Canaveral yes. cruise. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm not saying you will be, right, but oftentimes right, yeah. uh, you may be. So just know that going in. So there are some other options as well. Again, those are the easy options. Right. It's all handled by Disney. You're good to go. Um, there's other th possibilities, though. If you're going from the Orlando International Airport, there are independent shuttle companies mm -hmm. that will bring you to Port Canaveral, running from as little as $25 per guest. So, you know, family yeah. of four, 100 bucks, not so bad. Right, right there from the airport, right to Port Canaveral, 100 bucks back. You just planted it with them to have them come and pick you sure. up, bring you back to the airport. You can also, of course, do a ride share with a, you know, the several ride share companies. Mm -hmm. They don't advertise with us. I'm not going to mention them. You know who they are. Uh, that will cost you anywhere from around $70 on up, depending on your class of service, time of day, all sorts of, you know, what drivers are available right. for you or whatever. Uh, so, you know, that's a flat fee. It's, you know, you can have as many people in bags as you can fit in there. Right. For $70 on up, depending on that. So not so bad, but mm -hmm. it's an option for you. Uh, but a way that I want you to think about is you can also rent a car and go one way from either the airport to the uh, rental car locations mm -hmm. near Port Canaveral or from the Walt Disney World Resort to that same location right. near there. You get there, you drop off your car. They have a shuttle that runs mm -hmm. right to the, the cruise terminal. Same thing on the way back. The, the, the shuttles run regularly through the terminals, pick people up, take you back to the area, right. pick up your rental car, and you can head back to the airport or back to the... And it, a lot of times, this is a really good option because, I mean, I know the prices over the summer got crazy right. expensive, but a lot of times during the year, and they are coming down again now, um, this is a reasonable, you, you might be able to get a rent a car for less than 50 bucks, right. you know, for a one day. Uh, if you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, you can book it at the uh, Disney World Car Care Center mm -hmm. there. They will pick you up from your resort in a shuttle, take you right there, pick up your car, you grab everything and head out to the port, drop right. your car, and you're good to go. You're in a little more control and it might save you a few bucks as sure. well. So. Right. Again, you pick what's right for you, but I just wanted to give you some options of some ways to get to that Disney cruise, depending on where you're coming from right. or heading out to them. Well, great tip. I mean, you know, like with the rental car too, so whether you're staying anywhere around, it's a good way to know that you, if you're arriving before, you know, days before, you have that option as well as the day of. Um, but the other thing too is, let's say, because now you have very specific times for, for port arrival, and um, they're all right now after 1 p.m. So you may be checking out of your resort and feel like you have some extra time. You may want to go by a beach or, you know, just drive around or just checking out the areas and, and have a little bit more flexibility with getting around to where you want to get to. Um, and in terms of like taking the Disney arranged transportation, um, one of the things that 
that they've said is you don't need a booking time. You're going to arrive when they take you. Right. So, I mean, that's, I'm not saying good or bad. It's just that, that's, that's, that's something that's, that's included with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also as far as the, you know, the Disney car care center, it's a good thing to know because, you know, I've heard this and we haven't experienced it personally, but I hear there are some other theme parks that people enjoy within the Orlando area. Now, if you're in Walt Disney World for a week or more, you know, maybe you might want to take a day and visit one of these other random theme parks that happen (laughs) to be around there that I've heard there's some cool stuff there or whatever. Um, but you don't want to have a rental car for the entire week, 10 days, right. whatever. Uh, that's great for the car care center is like you can get sure. that rental car for a day or two days or whatever you need it for. And then zip off to your location right. that you want to these other random theme parks that you may <laughs> want to stop by and visit. Uh, we joke. There are some great right. theme parks sure. that you, you really should check out at some point. Um, you know, we're Disney, but we're not going to sell you that they, there aren't great right. other theme parks within the Orlando area that you may want to see and uh, that's a great way to to do that and not have to have a rental car for your entire stay right and plus then you're not paying for parking right well you may be for one day but yeah yeah well it depends or if you're getting it on the day if you're checking out and then going someplace else that's true that's a good point michelle always has the very (laughs) best points so uh that's it for this week next week well i don't know if you've heard anything about this but it is the spooky season yeah and there are a lot of spooky season offerings available at the parks we haven't even hit october yet but it's pumpkin spice season (laughs) everywhere and we love pumpkin spice season so uh we'll be sharing some of our favorite food and fun from Halloween time at the Disney parks. Yeah, it's a fun episode. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and we're going to get to experience a little bit of that tomorrow. Yeah, some special news. Yes. Yes. So looking forward to that. So as for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. See, I can say it. Yeah. And while you're there. We would love it if you haven't done so already to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another great way to be a part of the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. By the way, I forgot to mention this earlier, and I should have. Don't forget that we are taking nominations now for our newest category in our Hyperion Adventures Mm -hmm. Disney Hall of Fame. It is Best Disney Sidekick. Only Olaf made it in last year, so it's wide open. (laughs) Let us know your five-ish favorite Disney sidekicks and make sure that they make it onto our final ballot. Yeah, how fun. Yes, how fun. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, go ahead and join us in our fun little Hyperion Adventurers Facebook yeah. group for a lot of positive Disney fun yeah you the one the members that are already participating are fabulous we love you all and we want you to invite more of your friends yeah i'll grow that community even more so uh we are also on youtube uh just do a quick search for hyperion adventures podcast hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video there and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com yes we always love hearing from you and always. we also really really appreciate it and love when you tell a friend about about the podcast. Yep, that's the easiest way for people to find out about this show. Just tell your friends. They tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so wow, on. Wow, you and haven't so done that on. in a while. And so on. <laughs> it's because <laughs> most people 
I think there's probably five listeners. Well, there's only five listeners. I know. So there's probably maybe two of them know about that. Two of them know what I'm referring to <laughs> when I say that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, that's a great way to, for people to find out about this show. And please, if you get a chance to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or yes. wherever you can uh, give us a review, a rating. They help so much for other people to find our show in many different ways. Right, and we truly appreciate it and appreciate the love you all have shared in the past. Yes, uh, we appreciate all of you, every single one of you. Thank you for being a Hyperion Adventurer. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventurers podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a (laughs) magical week. Bye.